Icy London. Icy France. <laughs> That's a fire. Time to dance. <laughs> Time to dance on out of here. back to the Bug and Rug podcast. As always, my name's Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And today we are bringing you another story that may or may not keep you up at night. Hopefully by the end of it, you all and we will all be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. But only time will tell. I can tell you one thing. The one thing that's going to keep us all up at night is my voice. Is Whitney's <laughs> voice. However, I think it could add to the ambiance. Between last week and this week, I smoked 50 pack years worth of cigarettes. Hams work it off. Hams work it off. I've been chain smoking nonstop since we ended the last podcast. Absolutely. And while I am playing it up a little, my voice does sound pretty bad. So. So, just bear with us. With that in mind, it is my turn to tell a story. (laughs) (laughs) And I forced her to. You think she can get out of this? She's contractually obligated. Contractually obligated to hold up my end of the deal. And part of that deal is to wish you a happy belated anniversary. Oh, happy. Happy happy belated anniversary. Two-year anniversary. Absolutely. We we polished our first Hold on. (laughs) There's a cat in the cabinet. There's a cat in the cabinet. 50 points for the cat in the cabinet. What are you doing? Come here. Come on. Out. It's now a cat and a Caitlin in the cabinet. Out of the cabinet. Out, out, out. He's checking for leaks. We're, we're, we're going to have to child lock our cabinets. Sorry I interrupted you. You were making a grand speech about our one our two year, two anniversary. year anniversary. You don't even know when our anniversary is. We don't kiss. <laughs> we don't kiss. Now that was less than two years ago that we made that statement, but I'm glad that the world knows we don't do that kind of stuff here. Hey. Adding an accent onto <laughs> does that does not make your voice sound better. No, it's bad audio. I know it. You know it. We all know it. <laughs> Anyway, in the before times, we would have celebrated our two-year anniversary, but it's the during times, and um, that doesn't make sense, so we'll forget I said that. The during times of what? COVID. COVID. We might have to remove a cat collar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we didn't really celebrate last year either, I don't think, the one year. I think this was about it. Someone mail us champagne. Mail me a bottle of champagne for to no. soothe my voice and to also help the podcast. You son of a biscuit-eating bulldog. Shut the front door. There's chemicals in there that you're not allowed to have. Stop it. There he goes. Anyway, uh, to celebrate our anniversary, I wanted to take you somewhere special. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. This week I thought, you know, we we are planning to go to Kennywood. That's not for our anniversary, but for our anniversary, I thought I'd take you to another theme park. Sure. Uh, We're going to go a short six-hour car ride up to Jackson 
Township, New Jersey, New Jersey. A short six-hour car ride. A short six hours. A short six hours. My voice will hold up through the belting of all the pop hits of the 2000s. I don't think it will. Today I rediscovered Nickelback, but that's in story for another time. You rediscovered Nickelback? I don't want to talk about it. Look at this graph. (laughs) Period. Period. And done. Okay, so we're going to New Jersey. Yeah. What was the town called? Uh, Jackson Township, New Jersey, New Jersey, where they have uh, the amusement park Six Flags Great Adventure. Oh, there's other Six Flags though, right? Like around the world. Yeah. Okay. Approximately there's six, six of them. Of them. <laughs> I was going to make that joke too. <laughs> I don't know how many there are, but there are more than that. Okay. We used to go one, go to one in, I think, Ohio. That was Cedar Point. Nice try, We've though. We've never gotten to Six Flags. <laughs> I think it was Cedar Point. <laughs> Scientists and experts have yet to agree. agree. Right, right, right. Anyway, this particular Six Flags location actually opened in July of 1974 and currently sits on 510 acres of land. Oh, wow. I don't know how much an acre is, but it sounds like a considerable amount. Well, 510, that'd still be a lot. But I guess if it's a theme park, you're going to have a lot of... Like, you have to have a lot of space, yeah. unless it's just, like, a carousel. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with just a carousel, unless it's one that takes you back in time. Oh, yeah. I read a book where that happened once, yeah. actually. Yeah, and the kid got stuck old, right? I don't remember that. I thought he got stuck young, because he didn't want to grow up, and then he had to grow up. <gasps> Wait, that's Peter Pan. That's Peter Pan. <laughs> but I did read a freaky carousel time travel book i think it was the same book I don't or know it's called. an episode of doctor who anyway it doesn't Look at matter this photograph of a carousel <laughs> <laughs> every time i do i get confused anyway so uh 510 acres acres to me are like bushels i'm not entirely sure how much it is yeah but it's a good amount yeah Enough for a theme park. These darn uh, bushes yowling at me. These <laughs> darn bushes yowling at me again. Okay, 510 acres. Yeah. Um, I know that sounds fun and exciting, but what would our creepy podcast be without something dark and twisted happening there? It'd be a fun podcast. It'd be a fun podcast. I'd be bubbly even. Some might say bubbly like the champagne our <laughs> listeners are going to send us. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, okay. Bubbly like your favorite Powerpuff girl. I can't lie. Full disclosure, I do know what this story is about. I actually sent it to Whitney. I gave you time to practice I'm, your surprised face. The good news is we have time to practice. I'm not a good actress. I don't know all the details, though. I'm going to give you all the details. I'm ready. All right. I'm strapping in my roller coaster seat like we did last time. Everybody. <laughs> Please don't reenact it again. Last time. Or the episode, Jack was on it. No. It's two times ago. Two times ago. I don't remember. Anyway. Is that the train episode? I don't want to no. talk about it. All right. Anyway, we know that amusement parks can have thrilling rides and EV, even spooky mazes. Yeah. We are even heading to Kennywood, like I said, for the Halloween festivities. Yeah. Six Flags had its own version of a spooky spectacle named simply the Haunted Castle. This crooked maze was built in 1978 with two ideas in mind. Okay. Number one, it would boost park attendance during the shoulder season, which is between like peak season and off season. Yeah. Is peak season like the summer? It's whenever it peaks. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I think it's during the summer. Sure. And number two, it was a temporary structure. Okay. 
I have a weird question. Was did they just like put this in? Was it during like Halloween or were they just like spooky castle? I'm gonna get there. Actually. Oh, okay. Sorry. Give me some time to paint you a picture. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Then you hold your questions for the end. I got you. I'm just kidding. If you have questions, you can <laughs> hold your questions. Just raise me. your hand and wait. Yeah. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> Don't interrupt me, Sunny. <laughs> okay. Originally, the attraction was called the quote haunted house. This attraction was built from four truck trailers and designed to resemble a white two-story house with forest green shingles and shutters contained by a wrought iron fence and gates and stucco planters accenting the grounds. The original staffing requirements were a gatekeeper, two or three clowns and street performers who were pulled from their other park turf to act as vampires and serial killers. So, like a really, like a, you go to say... You go to the Buckley. You go festival, to the Buckley Festival, which and it's is more of thing. like a fun house, not like a riches fright farm haunted house, which is like the corn maze in like yeah. a mansion yeah. that you walk through. It wasn't the main attraction. Yeah, it was like it was like Noah's Ark at Kennywood, if yeah. you will. Yeah, it okay. was like for those of us, for those of you who don't know, it was like a small thrown together thing. Yeah. That they were like, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. We'll see if it's appealing to our audience. Yeah. On the shoulder seats. More fun housey. Okay. Yeah. Got it. At the end of the nineteen seventy eight season, the whole thing was torn down oh. and shipped to Six Flags over Mid America in Missouri. Okay. But the attraction was such a hit in New Jersey that the park decided to make a larger version in a different area of the park, which was finished construction in 1979. Okay. The newly dubbed, quote, Haunted Castle was made to look like a crooked-leaning castle. Instead of the previous four trailers, the new improved model was built on the bed of 16 aluminum truck trailers interconnected to form two symmetrical mirrored sides Made up of more or less two identical mazes. I am stupid. I don't understand how they mean. I don't understand what they mean by they put truck trailer. Because is it like when you think of like a shipping container kind of. They just put all of them next to each other. They're not on wheels. Correct? They might have been. Are the trucks there? Think Buckwheat Festival. Yeah. Right? There's. It's just the bed of the truck. Yeah, but with walls. It's a trailer. Right. So, basically... Wait, they just put the truck's bed side by side and they built everything else on top. Yes, exactly. I... Okay, I was trying to fit the actual, like, rectangle... No. Got it. Okay, 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 okay. It's just the bed. Got it. Sure, totally. Okay. Between the two sides, there was a space through the middle with a 17th trailer... That was used as a crew dressing room and control room for the lights and special effects. Sure, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Yeah. With this setup, one half of the Haunted Castle could operate on its own during slower nights and the park, at the park, while the full 16 trailer layout, two sides could be utilized for more crowded days. Sure, that makes sense. You don't have enough actors to... You have one guy running across 16 trailer yeah. beds. Or it's a slow day. <laughs> yeah. You don't have anyone coming in. Yeah. yeah it why makes have sense. both sides open? Yeah. Why have both sides staffed? Why waste electricity? Yes. And boy, did this thing become popular. Really? Originally meant to be a nighttime attraction only, the castle quickly surpassed expectations in popularity, causing park officials to keep it open daily from park open to park close. Dang! The castle quickly became the park's largest single show attraction since construction of the park 
like since the park originally opened, yeah, this had become like the most popular attraction they'd ever wow, had. Wow, that's crazy. As far as like a show, yeah, I don't think it counts as like a, a ride because it's not a roller coaster. Yeah, right. I mean, honestly, I, I'd probably do it every time I went there. Oh, absolutely. Like I love. We love haunt. That's where yeah. we're going to Kenny. Like that's what yeah. we do. So yeah. I totally get that. Now you you ask about like the trailers themselves. On top of them, there was uh, they basically used plywood dividing walls and cloth paper and foam coverings to yeah. kind of mold the shapes and the actual layout of the mazes. Right. The spooky setup led guests through narrow, dimly lit corridors, and they were met with frequent scares from special effects. Right. These included strobe lights, recorded sounds, and live actors dressed in costumes who popped out from hidden recesses in the attraction. Sure, sure. Exterior decor included plastic monsters, skulls, turrets, and towers, making the castle look both frightening and taller than the one-story layout that it was Because they put stuff on top. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Guests crossed over a drawbridge to get to the attraction that hung above a surrounding moat before feeling their way along 450 feet or 140 meters of maze corridors. And that's the full thing. Yeah. Was the moat an actual moat? Was it water? Uh, or was it just like, come across this spooky bridge? Yeah, I think it's probably like, probably like It's fog. a blue tarp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a blue rug. I remember one time when we went to Rich's Sprite Farm and I took Emma, we had to go across a bridge and they had like a fog machine and she was like, I wonder if it's real water. And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, I'm going to test it. Stuck like half of her foot in, pulled it out and was like, real water. I was like, yep. why would you do that? Her foot was wet the rest of the night, yeah. I remember. Good times, good times. Along the way, the guests were greeted with mummies and vampires played by staff, as well as ghoulish mannequins, coffins, spiderwebs, and skeletons. Absolutely. That were decorations. Yeah. I don't think they were real skeletons. Or spiders. Who knows? Well, well. <laughs> the live actors would sometimes play more famous characters, such as Count Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, the Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. I thought of the Monster Magic was <laughs> reading that. Oh. oh, I thought of uh, the Count. One ah uh, 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 uh. uh, They also would play characters such as Lizzie Borden, who was actually a real serial mor- serial killer. Yeah, who was axe murdered her father and stepmother. Yeah, it was like she killed people with an axe. Yep, yep. This must have been later on when they did that, because that was 1982 when she. I think it was 1800. I think I have the date wrong on that. Yeah. I don't think she killed him, and then they were suddenly like, oh, let's dress up like this lady. <laughs> that's not that's not poor taste at all. Also, I'm pretty sure her photos were black and white, so I don't think that's it. Yeah. Anyway, Lizzie Borden, axe yeah. murderer. Yeah. You heard it here. You heard it here. <laughs> the attraction was a hit for several years. Unfortunately, as I said, we don't talk about fun haunted houses on this podcast without a catch. In this case, catching fire. What I'm saying is, haunted castle. Caught on fire. <laughs> not the Hunger Games <laughs> franchise? No, I, we're not segwaying into the Katniss Everdeen. I'm so sorry. Damn it! Yeah, it's, caught on fire. It's not a great segue, but it's exactly what happened. Yeah. I wrote that here. It's fine. I've got to segue somehow. <laughs> got to do it somehow. Got to segue somehow. On May 11th of 1984, just before 6.30 p.m., a small fire broke out in the haunted castle. At the time, only one side of the attraction was open with around 30 guests and... Uh, well, it was, it was a combination of guests and oh, workers. Jesus, I was like, they just put 30 people in there? Like, yeah, 450 feet, go. <laughs> well, was 450 feet the whole thing? 
It's or for, one side. I think it's... I don't know. Because if you take half of that, that is not that much room. No, I mean, it was very narrow. Yeah. And very twisty. Yeah. And I don't know. I th- I thought it was just one side. But I, I wonder how long a trailer bed is. Because I bet what they did is you go up, and then you come back, and then you go up. Oh, absolutely. And then you come back, and then you're absolutely. done. I'll, I'll post a picture of the layout. Yeah. Um, as they showed it in the later court proceedings. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, there's court proceedings. <laughs> but the the way that they had the layout, it showed, like, basically it was an up and back and up yeah. and back. Yeah, I mean, it's on trailer beds. It yeah. have to be. Yeah. Okay, so fire broke out. A small fire. Small at first. Oh, well. Do the flammable nature of the attraction's walls and props. Now, remember, it's foam and plywood and yeah. cloth. Because it's temporary. Temporary. The flames quickly spread. The purposefully confusing layout had guests stumbling and tripping to get out safely. One guest who managed to escape said that his decision was delayed at first because he thought the flames and smoke were part of a special effect that was part of the attraction. Oh, God, no. You see fire. Even if it was fake, I'd be like, this is not okay. I see London. I see France. <laughs> That's a fire. Time to dance. <laughs> Time to dance on out of here. The only fire that I think is okay is like the fi- is like the fake fire that has the little fan and the uh, cloth the that like blows up. <laughs> yeah, that's the only fire that's okay. Okay, so so now my concern is, and I don't know this part, how many exits were there? I don't know exactly how many there were. Yeah. But I will tell you they were in bad shape. Yeah. The the lighting of the exit signs themselves so it was, was very a, poor. Right. So oh. it was like you could get out any, like these four doorways, but they weren't signed they weren't that. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fire rescue, sir, we're, we're going to get into that. Sure, sure, for sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, but first, uh, I got to tell you, fire rescue services were very quick to the scene. Yeah. But as flammable as these materials were that made up the walls, yeah. it only took minutes for the whole thing to well, yeah, and unless you're right in front of the entrance or right in front of the exit, like you would have to run through the whole 450 feet of that yeah. to get out. Like and it's impossible. Find your way yeah. yeah. For a brief time, it was thought that everyone had made it safely from the building. Seven people were treated for smoke inhalation, and 14 escaped basically unscathed. However, as they were combing through the debris, eight badly burned bodies were discovered in a narrow corridor. Towards the back of the maze. Yeah. Some were so severely disfigured from the flames that they were mistaken as mannequins <gasps> for at first. Oh, shit. People thought they were part of the attraction yeah. and didn't realize they were actual people, people who had passed yeah, in the yeah. fire. That's crazy. Some resources state that the majority of the victims were within 25 feet of the fire exit whenever their bodies were discovered. Yeah, but if you don't know it's a fire exit, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a darkened, another darkened hallway. Yeah. Is it a janitor's closet? Exactly. Like, is it a fake door? Is it a painted doorway? Yeah. Like, how would you know? How would you know? Yeah, in the dark, too, because the lights yeah. didn't come on. Right. Or a strobe. Have you ever tried to run when you're in it a strobe light? light? Like, yeah. that's impossible. Disoriented. <laughs> Purposefully disoriented in a bad situation. Yeah. Among the dead were eight individuals thought to be from the same friend group. Yeah. 15-year-old Tina Genov- Genovese, 17-year-old Joseph Beiruti, 17-year-old Christopher Harrison, 18-year-old Eric Rodriguez, 17-year-old Lenny Ruiz, 17-year-old Jose Carrion, 17-year-old Samuel Valentin, and 18-year-old Nicola Ka- Kaiza. Okay. Excuse me for the pronunciation of their names. 
The park was closed while a brief investigation took place. The initial cause of the fire was thought to be a cigarette lighter after a 13-year-old survivor, Joey Erica, I-R-I-C-A, stated he had seen an older teenage boy trying to use the light to navigate through the darkened corridors. While searching for a way through the maze, the boy had accidentally brought the flame too close to a piece of foam hanging from the ceiling, and it had caught fire immediately. Yeah, I mean, even if you were just like, oh, a fake spider web, you know what I mean? And, like, when you're going through those haunted houses, there's usually not, especially if they're smaller like this, there's, like, not room for you to move around. So, with a lighter, like, you're gonna bump into something, whether that's true or not, because this may not even be how it started. Right. Right. It, it's uncertain. This 13-year-old said, listen, I met up with this kid. I didn't know who he was. He said, hey, follow me. He kind of showed the light yeah. through the way. But this person was never identified. Right. Could it have been one of the people who passed away in the fire? Possibly. Yeah. Could it have been an electrical malfunction? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it could have been anything. Yeah. I mean, no one claimed to have been using a lighter, but also nobody really wanted to take that kind of blame. <laughs> right. Oh, it was me. Like, Although yeah. investigators did say that if this was the case, then the older boy would not have been to blame for the fire itself. Like, yeah. he could have started it, but it wouldn't have been his fault that the whole thing went up in Right, place. right, 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 right. Investigators found that there was no working sprinkler system or alarms inside the attraction, as recommended by fire safety consultants. However, the structure was considered temporary, and therefore it wasn't required by law to have these safety measures in place. Yeah, but it was there for years. It was there for like five years, yeah. I still disagree. Temporary to me is like, it's going to be up for a weekend. Yeah. 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 Yep. (laughs) A spokesperson for one of the volunteer fire departments stated, that it had not enforced the requirement of smoke detectors because the township's building inspector had deemed the castle a temporary structure Mm. on multiple occasions. So, like, the rules were like, well, you don't need them because technically it is temporary. Yeah, they're like, we recommend it, but we can't make you have it. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Again, five years seems like a bit of a stretch to call something temporary. Yeah. But who am I? Yeah. Who am I? Who am I? Not a building inspector. Not a building inspector, absolutely. Or <laughs> a fire chief. I'm also not that. <laughs> There's a couple things I'm not. Those are two of them. <laughs> Continuing with their investigation, it was noted that many of the emergency exit lights were in poor condition prior to the catastrophe, like yeah. we talked about. Right. Employees reported that bulbs were missing from exit signs and the foam padding that originated the fire allegedly had been ripped and exposed and was hanging when it should have been, like, sealed up. It wasn't part of like a problem. plastered to the wall. It, it was, like... It was literally falling apart. Right. It was falling down, and they had said, hey, let's fix this, and nobody had fixed it. Yeah. Staff had brought up these issues with the senior management prior to May 11th, going so far as to stage a walkout protest against the poor conditions in 1983, a year earlier. However, they were ignored. They even noted that other guests had been using lighters to navigate through the mazes previously and no one in management was seeking to make corrections or adjustments no matter how many times they said, hey, this is a problem. Yeah, this is makes me curious as to whether an issue has popped up before that was a, like a little bit more of a close call. Because in my opinion, I don't know if I were... W- I don't know if me working there would have been like, oh, this is a problem like that we need to fix. You know what I mean? Like, I, cause I don't, I don't know, but I'm feeling like to stage a walkout to go as far as that, I feel like something potentially may have had to catch on fire previously and they got it out and they were like, 
holy shit, like, this is a problem. And then everybody's like, oh, it's fine. And they're like, no, like, we almost caught on fire kind of thing. Well, there were a lot of other issues going going on. Yeah. Um, Allegedly, that I'm going to talk about a little bit too. Oh, okay. But I think that it was just one thing on top of all the other issues that the workers were like, you're not taking care of this thing. Yeah. It's not. Well, and for it to be on trailers, like, it's got to be falling apart even like to walk on like the flooring can't be great you know like that yeah kind of stuff. i mean it was like aluminum at the bottom but yeah but they never fixed anything though yeah yeah i mean it wasn't stable by yeah any means. yeah uh one source said that an anonymous employee had filled out a form reporting safety violations with the words quote forget it too numerous to mention oh <laughs> They're like, just forget forget about the it. The whole building. Yeah, the whole... Hey, look at it. Look at it. Yep. That is it. <laughs> there you That's go. It. It's bad. <laughs> now, on September 14th of 1984, a grand jury in Toms River, New Jersey, indicted Six Flags Great Adventure and its parent company, Six Flags, on a charge of aggravated manslaughter for recklessly causing the deaths under circumstances manifesting extreme indifference for human life. The indictment also charged two park executives... As individuals, Mm -hmm. the general manager at the time of the fire and his predecessor, who would have also been working at the time that this was in operation. Yeah. Well, if people are giving you complaints, literally stating this thing will catch on fire and kill people, and you're like, nah, 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 nah. You kind of deserve it. Yeah, you're in trouble. Like, (laughs) And they were indicted with manslaughter for reckless conduct and ignoring repeated warnings of safety violations. Yeah. The trial began on May 29th of 1985. The defendants argued that the fire was arson and no precautions could have saved those lives. (gasps) What? (laughs) No precautions? Yeah, every act of arson. They purposely caught those people on fire. Arson's arson. That makes no sense. Arson's arson, no matter how small. (laughs) Only you can prevent haunted house castle fires. Only you can prevent these haunted mazes from catching on fire. Arson would be like an intent, right? Yeah. I disagree. Although I'm guessing accidental arson like exists, but mm, I guess I think that'd be more like I plead to accidentally catching this building on fire. Which anybody who gets caught catching something on fire is going to say it was an accident. Am I right? Yeah. Not guilty to arson. Guilty to accidentally catching it on fire. Yeah. two ends of the spectrum accidental arson and arson are not lateral moves (laughs) (laughs) they're not the same anyway um on the opposite side which would be the prosecution right shift managers testified against the park saying all of their previous grievances and pleas for precautions were ignored clearly top fire safety officials on both sides argued back and forth about the during the course of the trial despite this mountain of safety violations and evidence that park officials had ignored workers' pleas for better upkeep. The eight-week trial ended in 13 hours of deliberation and found the park not guilty on the charges. What? What? I know. Instead, Jackson Township officials were placed in the line of fire by the jury for allowing the park to slip through the cracks in the fire code. After all, the park was technically following the regulations it was given according to law. The That's fire true, because they said, hey, it's temporary. You don't have to have these things. Yeah, and they the park kept, said, okay. They kept deeming it temporary. Right. And kept saying, you're fine because it's temporary. Yeah. Because it's my voice cracked because it's temporary. 
Yeah. The two park officials who were charged as individuals avoided trial altogether, avoided imprisonment by making a deal to do community service. Bullshit. I don't know how much they did. Hopefully a lot. Hopefully they're still doing community service. Hopefully they're still doing community service. Hopefully they found a love for it and it changed them as people. They went from general managers and manslaughterists to philanthropists. (laughs) Philanthropists? Isn't that somebody who gives to charity? Yeah, but I was just thinking, like... Is that not a lateral move? No, because, like, doing charity work, like, yes. But sometimes when you say philanthropist, I'm just like, oh, so they just gave money. That's probably... They weren't, like, boots on the ground. It's probably their equivalent of community service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Community service, that's the word. Okay. I think... I think that... If you're not going to charge the park overall, you can't exactly charge the individuals because they work for the park. So it kind of goes up the ladder again. And ultimately they were, they made a deal, so they never went anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't think it's fair, but if you're not going to get the park in trouble, who is the general manager's boss, then you can't really get the general manager in charge because they're just following what their boss said. I agree. Eight civil lawsuits were filed against the park. As they should. Seven were settled out of court for $2.5 million apiece. The eighth did go to trial, and the family was awarded a smaller sum of $750,000. Should have settled out of court. Yeah, but then, like, if you do better, though, like, it's on paper. Yeah, absolutely. And you can be like, no, like, they did wrong. Yeah. And, like, here's why. It's on paper. Like, if you settle out of court, I feel like it's a lot of hearsay. Yeah. It's bad press, too, for the park, which is good. Yeah. 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 This horrific tragedy actually sparked a new wave of fire safety regulations in New Jersey. These new laws required structures like the Haunted Castle that were intended to disorient patrons to have fire alarms. Good. Additionally, triggering a fire alarm system would cause the lights in the attraction to turn on mm-hmm. and automatically silence all music and special effects. Yeah. Because that was well, the yeah. big issue. Because what if you were in a room and it's playing creepy music and someone in the next room is yelling fire, but you can't hear them because you're listening to clown circus music. You know what I mean? Like that, smart. Yeah, That's absolutely. I don't understand why this wasn't... Why does it, take, it didn't have lights. Why does it take something happening for this to be a rule? Because I think people in charge are just like, ah, oh, it'll be fine. That would never happen to us. Yeah. That would yeah. never happen to never us. Never happens to you until it does. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> I said that once. <laughs> Other states soon follow New Jersey's example with their own regulations for haunted mazes and indoor spectacles. This one night basically revolutionized the fire safety codes for this industry. Good. Which was excellent. But so it, we should feel a bit safer. We should feel safer in haunted houses. Yeah. Because of the haunted castle stupidity. Yeah. I also want to point out that it originally was just called the haunted house. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> haunted, house. haunted house. There was no... It wasn't even the Ohio State. <laughs> was it? There was a... It was just... It's a haunted house. It's a haunted house. Couldn't get any more creative than that. Capital H? No, 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 no. Anyway, continue. How many truck trailers is that bad boy for? <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Now, Six Flags itself almost went out of business due to the bad press surrounding this. Really? Yeah, in 1987, it was doing pretty bad. Uh, partly because of the negative press. Partly because it was... Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Uh, but you heard part- it here. Six Flags was boring. And shitty. Like, <laughs> morally shitty. <laughs> like, no, you're right. Like, I'm not wrong. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. However, the park was able to recover... Unfortunately, the park has since all but erased the events of May 11th, 1984 from its past by removing the Haunted Castle attraction altogether. You can't keep it. If they would have kept it. <laughs> Could actually be haunted now. Oh. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> You're I'll not wrong. It, it we'll move on quickly. Quickly, 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 quickly. <laughs> Cut, print, check the gate, move it on. <laughs> <laughs> the attraction was replaced with a ride called the Cyborg Cyberspin. <sighs> I saw a picture of it. <laughs> I'm not impressed. You know the spider? How it like whips you out? You know what I mean? No. The sizzler? Does it go like this? The sizzler? Not, yeah, not this. No, one. the Sizzler. You're Horizontal. on. Uh, it's at the Bugly Festival. Yeah, you're on. You're in a seat with somebody. Yeah, 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 the yeah. whole thing spins, but you're on a claw with a couple other cars, and then those claws spin. Go out. Yeah, you feel like you're you, whipped. Yeah, because and they always tell like the bigger person to sit on a certain side, yeah, 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 and then you have to look at your friend and be like, "Who's fatter amongst us?" Yeah. <laughs> Or who has the arm strength to keep yourself to from put, Yeah, squished. to like hold on so yeah. you don't slam into the other or person. Or push off yeah. so you're not being squished. Yeah. So picture that. Yeah. I don't think it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like is the base is kind of like that, but then it looks like a rectangle with another rectangle inside of it, and okay. they both spin. Sure. I didn't watch it in motion. The claw. <laughs> it looks stupid. That's what I'm going to say. And it's partly because I'm angry. At Six Flags, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't even have a plaque. Like, yeah. put up a plaque. Yeah. Be resp- have some respect. Yeah. What did your mother teach you? Not fire safety. Not fire safety. Apparently not. Nope. Not respect for other individuals. Nope. Not that phone catches fire very easily. We're boycott. Hey, we've been boycotting Six Flags since we were born, and I don't plan on changing that. We knew. <laughs> Somehow we knew in our heart of hearts. <laughs> now, um, that's basically end of like the what I found in resources, except for that there was an independent film that was made. It's a documentary about what happened. Oh. The title is called The Doorway to Hell Question Mark. There's mystery and controversy surrounding the fire at the haunted castle. Too long. Anyway. <laughs> how long is it? I don't know. It was produced in 2003 by Peter James Smith. He won, quote, the Best Research Award at the 2004 New York International Independent Film Festival for documenting the fire investigation and trial. That's fascinating. I gotta watch this. Oh, we really do. Yeah. He questioned the official report's findings that the fire was accidental. He (sighs) thinks that there was a report that was ignored about a, a, quote, emotionally disturbed youth who, quote, kept playing with a lighter in his pocket. So maybe it was arson the whole time. Oh my time. god! Well, maybe, maybe these people. Yeah. Yes, but the 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 Six Flags. Hold on. Yes, maybe it was arson, but Six Flags cannot still say, "Well, it was arson. It wasn't our fault." Because fire safety rules, you still are 
that's your problem. But I wonder if it was. And I wonder if some of the complaints that people, that employees were saying, because remember they were saying, hey, other people have been using lighters. What if it was the same person? Or, devil's advocate, Six Flags could have viciously circulated this rumor and it was never true. They could have said that there was a kid who was playing with a lighter. It was was that kid. It was arson. Oh, yeah. You know what? That makes sense. Yeah. Either way. Either way. They're wrong. Yeah. No matter how you spin it. Now, I mentioned earlier that there were other reasons the employees were angry. Yeah. And were feeling disgruntled. Yeah. Part of that is because of what this film talks about. Which is that uh, two park visitors found the fire exit door chained shut earlier in the day of the fire. But, what? But were never called as witnesses at the trial. I'm sorry? Some visitors and employees that were interviewed for the film stated that doors were sometimes blocked for actors' security to keep disgruntled guests from coming in and also to keep people from going outside to smoke weed or cigarettes. Okay. I kind of understand that, but then you make the fire exit separate from where the employees are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That doesn't... Okay, no. continue. Furthermore, Mr. Smith showed that the diagrams of the attraction that were used in the trial were inaccurate. (gasps) They do not show that part of the attraction where people would have been trying to get out is surrounded by a wrought iron fence. So you can't get out anyway. So you couldn't get out. Even if you way. get out a door, it would be to a fence. Yeah. Holy macaroni and cheese balls. And some some people say that that fence was there to keep guests from coming in like the back doors. But there's different ways to do that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You, yep. Put the, uh, you put the fence a little bit further away. Yeah. Ultimately, you, you have lights that turn on. Yeah. And you have clearly marked exits. Yeah. Like... Did no one do fire drills with you as a child? Not me you, personally. but six okay, flags. Okay, like me personally? <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. We need to have one, yeah. by the way. New house, new house, new fire drill. Yeah. Where's the fire ladder? In the... Did we keep it? What do you mean? I it's thought it was in, in the, the office. Home. Yeah, it's in the office closet. We're going to find our fire ladder <laughs> and have a fire drill right after this is over. <laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. Yeah, no matter how you spin it, that makes it look even worse. Yeah. Because even if they say, oh, no, 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 we had fire exits, this guy is saying, yeah, but people still couldn't get out of them. People wouldn't have been able to get out of them. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. It's all speculation. Speculation, Your Honor. Speculation, Your Honor. Disdained? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Dis- Dismissed? No. Disdained. I think that's... I don't think it's it. Sustained. Sustained. Mm. You know what? Could be the opposite. Who knows? But anyway, I think it's very interesting that, that there's no clear story for necessarily how it started. Basically, everyone wants to point fingers and no one wants to take accountability for what happened. Yeah. When eight people died. Yeah. And clearly, no matter how you... Even if, even if the fire chief was like, oh, you're okay, you don't need fire alarms, you can't be like, oh, but we chained all the doors shut. For your safety. 
Like, that doesn't, like, that's still, hey, bud, that's still your fault. What's that Disney Channel movie where their house, Smart House? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, She's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. The, the so house, I'm doing it because I love you. And they're like, you're about to kill us. You're going to kill us all. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. this, the haunted castle was a haunted prison. A haunted pr- prison. Sounded like it. Wrought iron bars for windows? Well, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's really sad that that happened. And then Six Flags was like, here's, I mean, it's a lot of money, but basically they gave them hush money. Here's, the families. Would you take $2.5 million of hush money? No, I think because if the one family still got 750000 although not nearly as close to $2.5 million, in my opinion, if something as terrible as this happened, no amount of money can get your child back. No. You know what I mean? No. So, like, I would rather take them to court and make it look ugly and then still get some yeah. money out of it. Drag them. Yeah, for sure. Drag and like, them. I don't know people's family circumstance. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's going on. No, some people still. can't afford lawyers. Like, yeah. I totally get that. Like, I think personally, if I if I had the means to, I'd go to court. Yeah. I'd go to court. I, I make it painful for them. Make it and myself, but make them close. Yeah, they were so close. Yeah. Very close to making them close. Not that I think that all those people should lose their jobs or whatever, but there's what accountability was there? Yeah, none. 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 The fire laws changed. And honestly, if you think about it, if that many states had to change their fire safety regulations, it was a matter of time before it happened somewhere. Yeah. Somebody that's true. somebody was gonna mess up because this was a problem. Everywhere. Not just in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. That's all true. Over. That's true. That's that's fair. That's fair. If you can't feel safe in a haunted house. Where can you feel safe? Where can you feel safe? I tell you. If you can't feel like you could leave a haunted house at any moment on your own free will, then then I don't know what the point of life is. I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Anyway, that was my story. What did you think? I watched a short YouTube video about it, and then I sent it to Whitney, and I was like, you got to do a story on this. And it explained a good bit. I think the YouTube video did a really good job. Yeah. It was called Fascinating Horrors. I think that's, that's the channel. That's one of the sources that I used. And yeah. I'm, I think we're going to post the link to that video for sure. For sure. he did a really good job of yeah. explaining some of the background information as well. Right. And I've been watching some other stuff on his, on that channel. And I've also, I've saved a couple other stories that mm-hmm. I want to do. But I think that... I, I didn't know about this story, which, like, you're not going to hear about them all, but I think it's crazy for them to be like, we don't understand why it's our fault. Which, like... It was clearly arson. It was arson that made you not have lights and correctly lit emergency exits. And made your building make made out of foam, literal foam. It was made out of foam. It was made out of foam. Yeah. And it was basically... The whole thing was a literal fire trap. Yeah. Like, that's wild to me. Like, if I were to build a f- trap of f- for fire, yeah, it would be foam and yeah. plywood and paper yeah. and a lighter. Mm-hmm. And I think it's crazy that employees were like, no, we literally told them that this thing needs to be torn down yeah. or someone was going to die. Yeah. And then they're like, and guess what happened? We told People them, died. We told them that that particular piece of ceiling was a real issue. Yeah. And guess where the fire started? Yeah. That's crazy. 
It's sad. It's sad. Like, it's terrible, too, because you go to an amusement park and your family's like, oh, it'll be fine. He's going to Kennywood. He's going to Six Flags. And then they're like, oh, my God. Is it weird to you that if you were to tell somebody you were going to Six Flags or, like, Bush Gardens or, like, Disney, they'd be like, oh, my gosh, you're going to have so much fun. If you were to tell somebody you're going to the Buckwheat Festival, they'd be like, be safe. <laughs> well, I mean, Wednesday night is called suicide night, so. Yeah. No, because I think fairs are a little bit different because. Because you know who tests out the rides on suicide night? You do. We do. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm really into the big conspiracies, so, like, I don't trust the man, no matter if that man is Walt Disney or the or six flags himself what are they what do you call the people that go to that are like a buck with this that like run run the rides carnies carnies yeah is that a derogatory term i don't know okay i don't think okay. carnival workers yeah never trust a carnival worker yeah, I mean, technically, if you work at Disney, you're a carnival worker. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> so is Belle in Magic Kingdom? Do I not trust her? Is she a carny? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're asking, hey, guys, for our anniversary, we're asking the deep questions. The deep questions. Absolutely. Okay, well, thank you for your story. You're welcome. Do you think it'll keep you up at night? Or still be able to sleep as snug as a bug on a rug? As terrible as it is, I don't think this will ever stop me from going to haunted houses. But I think that, I think it will actually help me because now that I'm in, now that I know this story and now that we're going to haunted houses, I think I'll be even more aware of, like somebody could jump out from me and I'd be like, hold on, I'm looking for the fire exit. Like, pardon me, sir, do you know where the fire exit is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, pardon me, Mr. Dracula, sir, could you put could me you to the nearest fire the exit? Nearest fire I don't exit. need it. I just want to know in case. just want to know. D- is it chain shut, by the way? <laughs> do you chain shut your fire exits? Take take a hairbrush with you and point it in their face like a microphone? Do you chain shut your fire <laughs> do you exits? chain shut your fire exits? When's the last time your sprinkler system was tested? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm really sad that it happened because, like, Amusement parks and haunted houses are fun places. Like, I never wanted something like that to happen. I think I'm glad that laws changed because of it. I'm mad that we had to have a terrible accident, like you said, to have laws change. But I think that it has also taught me, and I'll sleep a little bit better at night, because I'll be more aware of... I'll pay more attention. Yeah. No, I think that that's that's a good point. Like, we'll be more um, aware of where fire exits are yeah everywhere not that yeah we're not already but like more so i think yeah um, i think you just assume sometimes yeah. on a side note i did see a meme this week that said um in an, a new invention fire alarm goes off but will be silenced if you yell i'm just cooking oh and below it is a person slamming on a big button that says invest yeah i would i would i would i would I'm just cooking. If you want to invest in us. Our champagne for our anniversary. Yeah, you can send us champagne. Or you can, you know, hit us up on any of our social medias to look at our photos. DM us on any of them. Facebook's just bugging a rug. Instagram and Twitter at BIR Podcast. Let us know if you want a sticker. We'll give you a sticker. 
We'll give you a sticker. Whitney's resources will be on our website, bugandrug.podbean.com. You can email us, barpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your favorite amusement park. And if you say Six Flags, oh, if you say Six Flags. (laughs) We will hunt you down and squash you like a bug. Uh, Also, if you test your fire alarms and sprinkler system and let us know that you did that this year because you should be doing it every year, we'll send you a sticker. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I think we're going to change our some of our logos and stuff on Halloween, so look for that. And hopefully, if we do that, we can get new stickers. Yep. Exciting stuff, guys. Which means everything must go. Every- we will send out all of our old stickers <laughs> to the first person who tests their sprinkler system. Not, no, we can't send yep, like 30 stickers to 30 one person. Stickers. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, um, signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. Bye. Sleep tight.